Hey there, I'm Mark from Third Shot Sports, and welcome to another episode of Pickleball Problems. Today on the show, we are going to talk about how you present your pickleball lessons, how you organize your clinics if you're a pickleball instructor, what do you call them, how do you name them, how do you attract people, because there is a fundamental flaw that I think a lot of people make. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. Alright, so if you've ever gone to a pickleball clinic or you've seen them advertised at a club somewhere, there is a very good chance that you're going to see something like Intermediate Clinic, Novice Clinic, 3.0 Clinic, 3.5 Drill Session, right? Is very often these clinics, which are usually group sessions, they're going to really indicate very prominently what the skill level is, who is it targeted at. The 4.0s, right, or the advanced players, or the beginners, or the novices, or the intermediates. And I think that's important, right? We want to know what skill level this clinic is for. It's not going to be very fun for anybody if the beginners are coming out to the advanced sessions, right? Or if the intermediate players are coming out to the learn to play session. That's not going to be fun for everybody. So yes, we should make people aware about what skill level is expected, for those different sessions. But I think we should do more than that. We shouldn't just say intermediate or novice or beginner or advanced. That sounds so boring, right? So boilerplate. I don't know. I wouldn't be very enticed if I just saw something say 3.0 clinic. I want to know what we're going to work on. What am I going to learn at this clinic? Yeah, yeah, 3.0. Okay, that's me. I'm the 3.0 player. But what am I going to come away with? That to me is a much more interesting question. And if we as pickleball instructors are trying to market our programs, then we should think about that. So what I want to do today is to toss out a few different examples that you can feel free to go use or modify or whatever if you're a pickleball instructor and you're organizing your lessons, okay? So why don't we start... Um, why don't we start kind of in the middle, like the intermediates, maybe 3035, right? So I run a ton of clinics all over North America uh, that often have 3035 players in them. And so I'm going to give you some of the examples. So one of the ones that people really like is something called How to Beat Bangers. How to Beat Bangers, right? Everyone out there, well, lots of people out there have really struggled against those hard hitters. So How to Beat Bangers is a really great theme. And it kind of gives you a picture of what you might work on, right? I'm going to work on playing against those hard hitters. And then you as the instructor can kind of like fill in those details for your lesson. Well, what are we going to talk about? Are we going to talk about how to push those hard hitters back? Are we going to talk about how to play block volleys? Are we going to talk about how to use our serve effectively so maybe those hard hitters can't hit so hard? What is it going to be? Are we going to talk about using spin or keeping the ball low? Look, that's up to you as the instructor, right? You can fill out your own plans as you want. But I think that a clinic theme of how to be bangers is pretty enticing there's a lot of people that would like to be able to beat those bangers. This podcast is brought to you by Pickleball Coaching International. PCI offers instructor education and certification in the United States and around the world. If you've thought about becoming a certified pickleball instructor, Pickleball Coaching International is your best bet. PCI certification is just $249 and includes all your training materials, tons of resources, all your evaluations, liability insurance, and great deals from our friends at Selkirk Sport. There is no better deal out there. Did I mention that Level 1 certification is 100% online? So you can take the course when it works for you, you don't have to worry about costly or inconvenient travel. 
Like I do here at the show, PCI certification takes a modern, practical look at teaching pickleball in a way that's safe, fun, and effective. Head over to PCIPickleball.com to learn more and to start your certification course today. That's PCIPickleball.com. Pickleball Coaching International. We make good coaches even better. All right, so let me give you another example. Um, Super third shots. That's a clinic that we often run. Super third shots. Now notice it's not just about the third shot drop. Although a lot of the time people who are taking super third shots think we're just talking about the drop because they assume that is the only proper third shot, right? But the way I like to do it is super third shots and that entices people in because we know how important the third shot is in pickleball, right? What you do with that third shot will really influence how the rest of the point unfolds. So you can do whatever you want with this. If you want to call it super third shot drops or third shot drops or mastering the art of the drop or whatever, be my guest. Um, I like super third shots because it kind of gives them an idea. Okay, we're working on primarily what takes place after the return of serve. And it also gives you as the instructor enough flexibility to kind of do a few different things there. Yes, you could work on drops, but you could also work on drives or lobs or all sorts of other things. So I really like um, super third shots or some version of that as a theme. All right, what's another thing we could use? Oh, starting strong. Starting strong. That's one that I used to do a lot um, sort of early in my pickleball coaching careers. We called it starting strong. And again, it gives a good idea of what's happening, right? We're talking about the start of the point. Now, sometimes people make the mistake thinking we're only talking about serving, right? Because it is true that the serve starts off the point, but while someone's serving, someone else is returning serve. And so a theme like starting strong um, allows us to talk about the first shot, whether you're first shot as a serve or first shot as a return. And from there, you can do all sorts of things, right? How do you start the point strong, right? It could be by hitting hard. It could be by directing it well. It could be by using spin. It could be use, it could be by deception if you want it. It could be through depth. I don't know, whatever you want. But I do think that starting strong is a nice theme that again communicates to the players uh, what it is that they're gonna be focusing on when they come to your clinic. All right, let's think about um, another theme here. All about spin. That's one that's been uh, a lot of fun. Um, it sells out really well. It's not always my favorite one to teach, believe it or not, but it is definitely a fan favorite. And again, um, it's specific enough that the players will know what it is that they're getting, right? They're going to work on hitting with spin, but it's also vague enough, or vague is not the right word, it's broad enough that you can talk about different kinds of spin, topspin, sidespin, backspin, but you can also talk about different situations where spin might be helpful. So that's worth thinking about. Uh, what else do we like? Oh, all about offense. This is one we've added in the last couple of years, all about offense. Uh, is really, how do you cause trouble for your opponents? Right, and we can talk about offense, whether we're serving or returning, hitting the third shots, dinking, lobbing, offensive lobs. People are really into that these days. Learning to hit hard. Okay, you could do the other side of that coin. Maybe on day one you offer all about offense, and on day two you offer all about defense or dynamic defense, or I don't know, pick pick your favorite. Okay, so um, so that's a nice sort of point and counterpoint there. Offense and defense that works well. Now let's think about some of the all of these topics. By the way, like you could. You could still do starting strong and make it a 2.5 clinic, right? Because those novice players, they need to be able to start strong too. You could do the same thing with the more advanced players if you wanted, right? You get to kind of like dictate. So again, I'm not saying don't tell them the level, still include the level, but um, those themes and, themes and the level together often works quite well. Something I found uh, that works well, let's say you're not talking about beginner beginners, 
right? We often call those learn to play or intro to pickleball or pickleball 101. Again, communicating very clearly who it's for. But let's think about um, the sort of more novice players, right? I really like the theme building on basics. Building on basics. Why? Well, it says we're, like we're not starting with the basics, we're building on them. And so the assumption there is that people already have some basics, right? They already play some pickleball. They might not be a great player. They might be out there just, you know, trying to get the ball back over the net, uh, but we're building on those basics. And so that has been a pretty effective way to communicate uh, what the novice clinics are like. Uh, what else might you do? Um, how about this one? Uh, beyond surviving, right? So pickleball, colon, beyond surviving, right? So that might be one, because there's a lot of players out there, novice players, who they go and they play and they feel like they're just trying to survive, right? They're just trying to keep the ball back in play. So that might be something that you think about um, using is beyond survival or something like that, okay? For the advanced players, um, I mean, you can sort of pick your themes. You can be as specific as you want. You could be advanced movement patterns and doubles, right? Or we could talk about, um, let's see, uh, the finer points of advanced pickleball, you could do something like that. Or let's say another theme might be, I mean, I really like doing advanced drill sessions or advanced training. Um, that isn't very specific, but I find that a lot of the time the stronger players are a little hesitant to work on, to come to a clinic, right? They feel like they already know a lot and some of them feel like they kind of know everything they need to know. But if you present it as advanced training or advanced drill session, um, a bit of a switch flips there and they think, oh, it's less instruction-y, right? It's more like a training session. I'm an advanced player. I should do that training session. So that might be one way to think it. I'd love to know what you think about this. Send me an email, mark at thirdshotsports.com. Let me know what, what are some of your favorite themes when it comes to uh, organizing pickleball clinics. And if you are on all of the social media, so are we, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, just look for us at Third Shot Sports. And we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, I'm Mark Renson.